The Angry Chicken is a production of AMove TV. Bookmark AMove.tv for more gaming and esports shows. The Angry Chicken is directly supported by listeners like you via patreon.com slash TAC. podcast about Hearthstone, Heroes of Warcraft. This is the Angry Chicken. Welcome back, everyone. This is Tack. I'm Garrett, joined as always by Jocelyn, and we are also joined today by the returning Slissa, which, Slissa, I think you now uh, own the title of the most, like, the quickest returning guest in the history of the show. (laughs) I know we just did this. We did, we did, and then you, um, and then something happened. A whole different. It was a whole different storyline last time. It was a complete. <laughs> you're, <laughs> you're damn right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, unbeknownst to uh, everyone on the podcast, last time you were on, uh, you were you were you. Since we last spoke, you went to the battlegrounds brawl. You completely destroyed, and then uh, Joss and I were talking last week, and we're like. Would it be weird if we just asked Lissa if she wanted to come back on and talk about that experience? You know, we, we usually have a little bit longer of a break between guests, but we're just like, screw it. Why not? She can always say no. So, <laughs> yeah, but I mean, yeah, it's, it's just kind of crazy how different things are, I guess. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. And like, it's, you weren't on last episode, but you were on the episode before that. So just in like two weeks time, uh, yeah. so much. So much has changed. So, well, uh, thank you for coming back on. We're, we're stoked to talk to you today about like what that entire experience even was like. Uh, so rad. Uh, and I don't know, uh, folks that listen sometimes feel like point this out and they like it when we do this, but it's going to be another kind of battlegrounds heavy episode. We're going to also have some speculative thoughts now that we are, yeah, it's July and considering the Mid history <laughs> of Hearthstone oh, announcements. Yes. We are, I think we're officially in the pre-expansion two lull. Like teases should start soon because we got, what was it? Uh, Savers of Oldham was announced in July last year. So we're going to have some of that as well. Uh, but if you're like one of the, one of those like only Battlegrounds players, going to be a great episode for you. If you're one of those never got Battlegrounds players, it's going to be a little BG heavy for you. So just letting you know, everybody. But it's okay. We got some constructed stuff coming up next week, though. We do. We do. So we're just going to keep the guest train rolling. Uh, Ridiculous Hat will be joining us for next week's episode. Um, and we're going to continue the kind of pre-expansion talk. Um, and we're going to have a pretty heavy discussion on where we would like to see the constructed meta go. Um, and kind of also where it is right now. And, and have a big speculation session. It's going to be a fun chat with, uh, with Hat. So tune in next week for that. Um, before we get into the meat of the show, we also want to thank those of you supporting us over on the Patreon. Check out patreon.com slash TAC to support the show, get access to the Discord, ad-free episodes, all kinds of perks for you over there. And to our most recent patron, we'd like to thank Robert, a.k.a. Pace Fish. Thank you for the support, Robert. Or Pace, I guess, since you put it in quotations. So... <laughs> Uh, but with all of that in mind, we're definitely going to talk some battlegrounds and let's do that right now by getting into this week's battleground segment. 
friend. And uh, Celissa, you had a very good battle uh, in <laughs> in the battlegrounds brawl. It was uh, it was a delight. It was a nice surprise to find out that you were going to be in it. Um, I'm yeah, me too. I was about to say. <laughs> I was like, you, you either have the best poker face on God's green earth, uh, from the last angry chicken episode or, or it it came about pretty quickly. Very, very fast. Like I was going to sleep and (laughs) as I'm falling asleep, get a text from blizzard. They texted me by the way. Um, (laughs) Hey, can can you call us? So blizzard texts me. Can you call me? And of course, blizzard, I will call you. And like 9 30 PM. And Wait, you go to bed at 9.30 p.m.? I feel like that's the bigger story here. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I feel, I, so, I sense a little judgment going on, Jocelyn. I mean, I, I, mean, get like, up I at, don't want to say old lady, be- old lady bedtime, but Slissa, okay. a little bit yeah. of an old lady bedtime. <laughs> I get judged on it, but, you know, I, I'm a streamer, and I very much try to be, um, sorry, <laughs> um, I, I try to make sure I'm in a European time zone and a uh, American time zone, so I try to be up so that I can stream early enough to do that. So, yeah, I, I go to bed early. There's so much to deconstruct there. <laughs> a, uh, I just imagine when you say Blizzard texted that you just have a a contact in your phone that just it's just called Blizzard, and Blizzard. it pops up and it's just like Blizzard, like yo, you yeah. wanna you want attorney? And it was just basically what they said. They were like, do you want to participate or can you participate? And I was like, as a caster, like, cause I, I'd, I'd thrown out to them in a talk I had with them that if they ever need like a caster or something that I could do it. So at first I was like, as like participate in what way? <laughs> like I had to define it. Like, are we like, to, like in the tournament, like, will you play? I'm like, okay. Like, are you making a new team? <laughs> No. Oh, okay. <laughs> like I was so confused. <laughs> it was it was one of those things and I'm like a very I'm very competitive. Uh and I'm I'm the type of person where if I have a tournament, I will prepare as much as possible every day leading up to it. And so, <laughs> so in I'm, the twelve hours before. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm sitting there like, do I stay up all night and prepare? What do I do? I already took my sleeping meds, like <laughs> I'm falling asleep. <laughs> Um, so it was one of those things where I'm just like, all right, well, I hope I'm prepared. And the next morning I couldn't sleep, woke up at 4am, like in a panic, like, ah, what do I do? Cause I can't tell anyone either. It was a secret. And so I'm just like, I, I don't know. It was crazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it turns out whatever you did in your battlegrounds career leading up to that was like the best prep you could have possibly done because you killed it, man. <laughs> oh, thank you. Yeah, I was, but- I mean, I, I'm, I'm very much like a tournament player over a ladder player. I was the same way in standard. Um, and so I think that helps me in a sense, but I was surprised at myself as well. And I was very proud of myself. So you should be, <laughs> I mean, we, we, <laughs> Joss and I couldn't, I don't think could have been rooting for you more because we just <laughs> had the episode and it was like. I, I don't think I've been more bought into a, a Hearthstone event uh, as like a fan uh, and, a, and essentially a cheerleader in a, in a like ever because it was just like we had just had you on. We had just had the discussion about the brawl and then I, I checked Twitter. I'm like, wait, 
Slissa's playing? That's awesome. And uh, Yeah, I was full on ready to like sit back there with like my snarky pants on and be like, yeah, this is fine, but like Slissa should be there and I'm just going to be snarky all day and I'm going to pick you all apart because Slissa should have been included. And then there you were. And I was like, snark pants off. Let's go. <laughs> just cheer. Yeah. Yes, now I'll get my snark pants off, my cheer pants on. Let's go. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and, and yeah, not, like, not to like, not to like just keep showering a praise or whatever, but we got a lot of really positive <laughs> feedback on the episode as well. I've heard from so many folks that were just like, "Oh, I listened to like one or two pieces of Slissa's advice, and I've gone up like a thousand. We heard from one person that went up like fifteen hundred MMR after just a few days after the episode you were on. Aww. Uh, I myself went on quite the tear just from finally starting to pick Gold Grubber. <laughs> I haven't picked him recently, and I miss him. I, so Gold Grubber abandoned me like the last two days. I've been on the worst lose streak of this Aww. current Battlegrounds meta. And I think it's because I chased Gold Grubber a little too hard. Yeah. That uh, happens when you, when, when the comp works for you. So you're just like, oh, I'm not always do this. And then but you can't just force it. I, 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 I get that. Yeah. When I first started giving it an honest try, uh, I, had some pretty early goldens and multiple times one of the, like the golden discovered into a gold grubber. And it was just like the train oh. leave, leaving the station. Um, and then I, like, I, I don't think I learned the right lesson. I kind of, I had so many games where gold grubber worked out where I didn't have like a traditional comp, you know, where you have those games where you draft yeah. and you're like, well, this is just a mess. Comp, yep. This is yeah. Tra yeah. This is just a dumpster <laughs> comp. Uh, but the but the gold grubber in so many of those trash compositions pulled me through it, like always just eked out enough stats. Mm -hmm. So it was like this this weld that held my the rest of the junk on my board together. Uh, and but for some reason, last two days, that that strategy has not panned out for me. <laughs> I totally get that. Ever since the tournament, I've been chasing after golden hogger dreams. You can't force golden hogger. <laughs> As much as you want to, because it's fun. <laughs> I've had to learn that the hard way. <laughs> I mean, you can, but you can't force it and consistently win. Right. Uh, <laughs> or get top four. <laughs> <laughs> or get seventh, even. I mean, sometimes. Uh, fair. Very fair. But, but yeah, so, so you had a little trouble sleeping. Did, did you just get up and then just, like, slam games to prepare? No, so I... I woke up at like four, kind of laid in bed for a while. Like, what do I do? Then I turned on RDU's VODs and started watching RDU's content because he had just hit 14,000. So I was like, he's probably a good person to watch. I also talked to, I have like a, a group of friends who I co-op with sometimes. Um, and we talked about a good tournament strategy because I think talking about tournament strategy is really important. Tournaments are so different from ladder. And people who approach tournaments as they would approach ladder uh are making a huge misplay so if you look at the strategy of the tournament you got way more points for first and second barely any points for third one point for fourth so basically getting fifth is like getting eighth so if getting fifth is getting eight why would you go for fourth or third place go for first go for second and this is kind of like a strategy we started talking about which is why you saw me picking heroes like reno a lot like i was picking the greedy stuff um and because uh, then you could try like fine turns to uh, to kind of like hedge out like my opponent. If I got to face my teammate at a good turn, you could be like, all right, I'm going to use this turn to get really, really powerful with my greedy play. 
um, which is what happened with my golden hogger strategy when I was dying at Reno very fast. <laughs> got to a hogger. I was like, I'm going to golden this and see what happens and just got first on the first round. Um, so I watched some RDU VODs to kind of see if he, uh, his current strategy, because in the last few days before the tournament, I hadn't been playing well on ladder. So I was really worried. And, um, he talked a lot about the, his tournament strategy as well. But then after that, I got to do that. Uh, for like, Yeah. <laughs> I used him. Uh, but, um, so then after that, I didn't have any more time because I just set up all the technology stuff, which was really challenging. You got to have set up multiple cameras, multiple OBS, which is, you know, the way you stream um, so that they, you could feed a line into the tech crew. Um, I set up the discords, try and talk to my teammates. Um, I got to my teammates discord group and they had not once talked about strategy. As a oh, team. No. <laughs> and I'm sitting there like, all right, guys, what did you guys plan? They're like, just have fun. And I'm like, no, <laughs> <laughs> fun is not a plan. <laughs> yeah. So I, so I didn't get to really study that much because honestly, it was just like all leading up to it was just like preparing the technology side and a lot of broken things. And so my nerves were crazy high because one of the things that really makes me the most anxious and salty is technology <laughs> losing games is fine and i just kind of brush past it but when my technology fails i get very irritated <laughs> um so that was like the most challenging thing leading up to the tournament and i was just like on high nerves at that point because i knew going in that i taken the spot of not taking the spot. I, uh, someone who had a spot in the tournament um, no longer had it. And now I was in their spot. So there's a lot of speculation as to why. And I knew if I didn't perform well, it might not look good for me. So I think there was a lot of added pressure in that sense. Um, so I had that all kind of the back of my mind. Like, oh, gosh, I could be like really upsetting some people. But um yeah, so I used that kind of power just to focus and try as hard as I could. And it, it, that worked, I guess. <laughs> uh, clearly, because uh, you, <laughs> you, you you did quite well. And I'm glad you mentioned like your strategy in the Reno thing, because because our, our Discord had some questions about that today. I think I even forgot to bring it in, but I'm pretty sure it was um one of our Discord members, uh, Rational Pie. I think he asked about, is that the reason you were picking Reno over... Mm-hmm other heroes that uh have higher average placements uh across the board yeah you you um there's like safe plays and i took a safe hero once i took a lease and ended up getting second with her but um it was it was too safe a play honestly to take a lease I, I regretted it afterwards i forgot what was going on because there's so much time in between rounds and so you you kind of forget what you're doing you just think you're streaming you're like egg hey, cue pick a hero and you're like oh wait I picked that hero. It's like way too safe for the situation. I went down to two health very fast with her, and I was like, "Oh God!" Somehow managed a second. Um, I don't know. <laughs> it was kind of crazy, but yeah, you uh, picking the greedy stuff is important in, in a in this sort of tournament because of the the way it panned out. It wasn't based on MMR. It wasn't based on how much MMR you gained. Because if that was the case, I would have played it different. So. Would you like it to be any different? Like if, if they were to adjust the rules of the brawl or. 
I I kind of liked that it was different. I like uh, rewarding people who think out strategy. Um, so I know that a lot of people liked in constructed specialist. I personally love specialists because it really made you think about um, tech cards and the way you'd format things. Um, now, obviously, if you just like net deck uh, some pros specialist list, then it's not that good. But I, I did a master's uh, tournament and won on my very first try using Murloc Shaman, which no one was bringing to masters at the time. So I teched it how I thought it would be perfect in a specialist format and won on my very first try. And, and I think that interesting tournaments um, with, with different types of lines as like a regular ladder is, is, is important, I guess because it makes you think more outside of the box of how you would approach uh, just playing standard ladder or something like that. So I liked it. I, I think it was cool. Um, was it perfect? Probably not. No, but I felt bad that fourth was, or fifth was the same as eighth as zero points. <laughs> Cause I got fifth twice. So. <laughs> <laughs> so would you rather they do something along the lines of kind of like MMR where there's like both um, plus and minus points or, you know, like, is, is there anything mm -hmm. that would change the, the kind of fifth to eighth experience? The biggest issue for me was, okay, when I got fifth, I tied with fourth. Well, that fourth place got a point. Right. <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> But and we that got made it at a the big same difference time. in the end, right? Yeah, that ended yeah. up making a big difference. Yeah. Right. And so there was a, another case where um, I lost to my teammate. And so he got first and I got third. And the second place person died to a ghost. But so if I would have beat my teammate, I would have gotten first and he would have gotten second. And the person died to the ghost would have gotten third. But because of that, I lost out on two we end up losing out on two points because of the gap between second and third. So I, I think that was my biggest issue is like tying in, in your MMR. If you tie with fifth and fourth, if they tie your MMR accounts for that, but in this tournament, mm -hmm. it would not. So, so, but maybe that's a strategy based thing where you need to keep your health high so that if you were to tie, you could think you of it come out on too. top. Yeah. 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 So not sure. That'd be a difficult one, especially with certain comps. High demons. Right. But. Yeah. No, I don't think... Did anyone really go demons in the tournament? I don't think it was a strategy anyone was really chasing. Not, not that stuck <laughs> in my mind, no. Either, but I really like yeah. big demons right now. Especially, yeah, especially with Hook Tusk, who's, you know, all, the only hero anyone wants to have a discussion about right now. Like, she can <laughs> so consistently nail a big demons comp. Yeah, <laughs> I played one before the before the show. It was one of my only good games this the last two days. <laughs> so it was just like, oh, I'm hooked, Dusk. Uh, oh, demons are in. Okay, I'll go. I'll go demons. But um, <laughs> yeah, that's 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 interesting to me. The pirates thing was just making me laugh, uh, especially like you know I would tune into you or or Firebad, and it didn't matter because you were talking to each other so often. Like I, I, I think. Firebad made multiple kind of passing jokes of, oh, pirates are kind of working out. Almost like we all got the same uh, advice to not go pirates. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that was maybe why they were working for me because no one else wanted to go them. I know Show went them as well. But Show kind of, so Show went the same strategy as me, like go for first or, or last. And so in the first few rounds, Show was looking really weak. 
but he ended up winning two rounds. And I think he ended up placing top four in the tournament because of it. And he also pulled his team from fourth to third with that strategy. So a classic Ricky Bobby Murloc strategy. (laughs) (laughs) That's so. Go ahead, Josh. So assuming that we actually get custom eight man lobbies at some point, which is basically what's kind of been like holding the like community tournament scene back is because you can't really like you can queue in with a friend, but you can't queue in with eight friends. So how would you kind of like set up a tournament? Would you like keep track of like an MMR type system, a point system like what we did with the brawl? Would you Mm. like do some sort of like Swiss thing where like the best players queue into the next lobby against each other? Like how do you see an actual battlegrounds tournament like working? I wonder if you could do like set up four different lobbies, let's say, and the top four get to move on and the bottom four move on to like a loser's bracket of lobbies. And you could do something like that. And, but then you'd have to fill. I'm not sure how it'd work. I think it would have to be some sort of Swiss. Yeah. Kind of weird how it would work out. Yeah. Cause to me, Battlegrounds is like a, game of consistency right i, I mean I, a, a bracketed term would be really fun from a community aspect like it, yeah. whenever the heck we finally get our eight player lobbies like i would love to do that with like our community that sounds fun as hell like yeah i just it. hope the third parties are ready for this because like <laughs> i cannot keep track of a however many player Swiss battlegrounds tournament in a spreadsheet or something like on that smash. <laughs> we, listen, we love our community and we respect them, but this is where we lean on them and go, Hey, who's really good with spreadsheets in our discord? Yeah. You want to help me run this? Yeah. yeah you want to, yeah. you want to maybe step up, help us up, help us out. We'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll pay you in a buy to the second round. <laughs> um, yeah, but that like that sounds fun to play in, but in terms of like actually sussing out who the better players are, I don't think that's that really gets you there. I wonder if you could do like best of three with with lobbies, like the same lobbies queuing. I mean, all it is is time, know. right? Like it would it would take a lot of time, but right. Uh, were you actually paying attention to the constructed meta when we had control warriors everywhere? We were talking three hours Swiss rounds, dude. <laughs> like time is re- yeah. like relative. <laughs> L- listen, this is, this is where I started to get excited because I actually want to play in some, some battlegrounds community <laughs> tournaments. So I don't necessarily want to spend uh, 90 minutes per round. <laughs> right. Okay. okay. Yeah. The, the, we did seven rounds in the brawl and I was, so exhausted by the last probably three my my mental like i i I was having a very hard time concentrating by the end seven rounds because there's like some downtime in between and obviously i can jam 12 hours of battlegrounds a day but i'm i'm auto playing half the time right so if you're it's a lot different in a tournament setting yeah yeah seven (laughs) rounds is already a a lot so yeah i think bracket would be way too hard how did i think about it yeah. Or you'd have to spread it out over multiple days like they do with constructed tournaments, right? Like do four or five lobbies in a day, next day yeah. four or five more lobbies, then, you know, finals after that. Which it'd be really easy to do a top eight finals if you yes. had an eight man yeah, lobby, that. right? <laughs> Winner takes you just have to figure all. out how to whittle it down to those eight. 
and I actually really enjoyed the the teammate aspect um, of the tournament. It, it was challenging for us because two of our members did not stream in English, so we did not stay on call with each other during that time. But I think most other teams did. Um, but the tournament or the the uh, teammate aspect is actually kind of fun. So that's a nice thing you can think about. It, it was. It was, was it nice to like have people to lean on in between rounds? <laughs> yeah. So like. Um, it was just uh it was nice to chat in between rounds obviously <laughs> just like to talk <laughs> about our days and um but it was like uh if you're really struggling it, it's just like yo can you mess up your comp and just they would you know switch everything around i actually misplayed because i spent a whole turn trying to figure out my comp i didn't realize i was facing my teammate and that i was way stronger than him i should have switched my minions around but i didn't and so i actually misplayed in that tournament like because of that also it was a uh, um when you're playing Rafam, that's also kind of interesting but the the, the thing that sucks about tournament uh, with teammates is that twice i faced my teammate when we we're top five facing your teammate top five really sucks so that's where you don't want that it, yeah it's a that's a, a rough situation to find yourself in for sure uh, I, I really enjoyed that too. I know there was like a little bit of that in the first brawl they did, but I, I feel maybe it was just me stream jumping more. Probably was, but I feel like I, <laughs> I got to listen to the teams talk a lot more this time around. And so there, yeah. there seemed to be more of a focus on watching you try to do the least amount of damage to your teammates and to each other, or even like your best bet for a tie situation. It was fascinating because it's so, yeah, it, I, I like my esports to somewhat resemble the game I play at home, but I also like there to be meaningful differences mm-hmm. in, in the competitive play that I watch as a spectator. You could um, also consider something like, okay, I'm going mechs and my teammate has murlocs and we're top five. Well, my teammate has a better chance of getting first. So I should throw. Something like that. And we had that, we had that situation with me and Firebat where he had uh, Caligos, Nadina, Dragons, and I had murlocs. And at that point, though, we were, I wasn't as strong with murlocs as I should have been. So we kind of, and we're top five facing each other. So we kind of just said, you know, we'll just like see what happens and see how it pans out. Cause we, we couldn't figure out like the best situation. And we ended up where I only did four damage to him. And that was the game we took first and second, but we had to face each other top five, which was terrifying. <laughs> Especially when you both have strong end game comps. Yeah. As uh <laughs> got some nutty stuff. Can a freaking golden hogger? What the hell? Oh, <laughs> oh, that was wild. So, um, I mean, we've we've still been mulling it over. Uh, we were talking with our Discord a bit today about you know, more semi-competitive. What do you want to call it? Battlegrounds play. I mean, would, would you like to? I personally, just even as a spectator, would love to see more events like this. Um, but I'm kind of curious now that you've, you know, you've played in one Lisa, what you think, do you, do you think there could be more regular play and do you think it be, could become more competitive? So like less about like what the individual format is and maybe how you would structure some sort of league for battlegrounds. Oh, it's so hard to say. Cause like, I think it could, 
it could be it is competitive right but it's so much more relies on content at right now and um and I, I think we saw this issue with constructed where there was a competitive scene and kind of thrown away for a content scene um you know if you if you look at the current structure it, it very much more is like um not as competitive competitive as it could be because it's really hard to get into and once you're out you're out um and they and you could tell that they tried to make it more content created uh oriented for constructed um so that being said battlegrounds uh i would like to see a competitive league for it do i think it will happen no i think it will still stay content oriented um but i think that if eight player lobbies come out i i would like to see community members create maybe some tournament scenes um kind of like the, there are some of that for constructed and i think that would be really interesting with with battlegrounds to create some like fun leagues to be a part of yeah i'm kind of hoping for the same thing yeah honestly and kind of like on sorry garrett go ahead <laughs> i was just gonna say the idea of getting to play with more than one other person like sounds mm. fun uh, whether it's team environment or not, you know, I'd, I'd also like to talk smack to my friend as I whoop up on them and maybe two other friends in the same lobby. That'd be really cool. Yeah. I thought it'd be cool to do like, um, like I'm on team Fade to karma. If we did like a Fade to karma battlegrounds event or even like old school Omni slash versus Fade to karma or something like that. Like, I think things like that would be really cool to have, but I'd yeah, watch like, it. Yeah, sadly yeah. right now, kid. <laughs> yeah, hopefully sooner rather than later. I just we like the idea to. of knowing your opponents, right? And yeah. strategizing against them instead of just strategizing against, like, the heroes that are chosen. Uh, we've tried to do uh, dual queues where two people queue together at the very same time as another two people, but we haven't gotten it to work yet. Uh. <laughs> I don't know. There's technology against that, but so far it has not worked for us. You know what that is, is it just means there's too many people playing Battlegrounds. The mode is too yeah. successful. There's too many oh. options in your MMR. Uh, um, another thing that comes up constantly and, you know, they get away from the competition side of things uh, is Battleground exclusive cards. And whether for or against it or whatever, there's, there's a certain, you know, uh, section of the community that really likes real, well, quote unquote, real constructed Hearthstone cards <laughs> as they exist in battlegrounds and aren't as into battlegrounds, exclusive cards and vice versa. Right. Do you have a strong yeah, feeling think, one way or the other? I think obviously if the more, uh, constructed cards you have, the more uh, easy it is to understand how the card works. I'm the type of person who doesn't know, like I have very bad reading comprehension skills. So when I see a card, I think it might work one way and I don't know until I actually play it. So if you have the constructed cards, then it's just more easily accessible and understandable. But I do understand that this game is just so different than the way standard works that not all cards work that way. So for pirates, only one card came into play, which was, um, Southie Captain, I think that's his name. Yeah, that's And the Dragons, only one card came into play, which is the Cobalt Scalebane. If you think of what they can do in the future, totems, I don't think there's like a ton of things you can do with the current totem cards. There's a few cards I've thought about, but um, I think that'd be really They're not as plentiful. 
I've had uh, members of my community come up with all these elemental cards that would work that are really cool. But um, from so I feel like elemental, you could use a lot of constructed cards, which I I lean towards wanting that. But I do understand that um, in creating creating like what the battlegrounds is that would be challenging like for example with pirates they made pirates so cool because they created this like identity for it we have it's an economy based and aggro based we buff attack and, and you get rewarded if you have this like economy based things with pirates and you, you couldn't really do that if you just use constructed cards so it, it's limiting I, is, is is my thought i yeah i obviously over the long history of Hearthstone, there's been things where, you know, I'm like, I would like it if they stuck to this line of thinking, but like overall, I just want them to do what they, what I want the team to do what they think is right. And the most fun uh, and and gives them the most tools to work with. So um, yeah, I, I like the first time I played battlegrounds uh, it was really cool. Like at at BlizzCon, because I was, I was playing auto chess at the time and it was a big surprise when it was announced. I was like, Oh damn. But then I also thought about like how dungeon run compares to something like slay the spire. And I'm like, well, Mm -hmm. it's if it's in Hearthstone, is it really going to be as good as as something like auto chess? Right. Um, And then I played it and it was like, it was so cool that it was as good an experience as it was. And as deep as it was with, existing constructed cards. That was really cool that the very first damn time I sat down to play it as someone who had played Hearthstone before, I knew what those cards did. Like you said, I didn't have to read them. I knew what they yeah. were doing. Um, but, but yeah, as the, I don't think it, it didn't take very long before I started. To, I, I think on the show we started talking about, oh, they should make custom cards for this mode because it's so different from constructed. I think we were talking specifically about Amalgam because we yeah. were just like, you know, like the, they're so tied to keeping the cards the same. What if they could just make this, you know, insert change here. And, uh, you know, once we started talking about how you would change constructed cards to balance battlegrounds a little bit better, then I think we got into this headspace of maybe making battlegrounds exclusive cards is just the way forward. And I think as they add more and more things to battlegrounds, more and more tribes, Uh, and more and more heroes, I think that it's really important that they kind of are able to maintain balance by changing things when they need to. So I am am down for slowly rotating out all of the constructed cards that exist and replacing them with just Battlegrounds exclusive stuff that they can mess with without worrying um, too much about, you know, sticking to the old constructed Hearthstone cards. Yeah, and I know I'm not the only one here who who believes this, but like I, I honestly can't remember which cards are from constructed and wild and which cards are exclusive to battlegrounds at this point i'm like there's some cards i know but some cards i I can't remember if they were at one point in standard or constructed or you know i'm just like maybe that was (laughs) they're just battlegrounds cards now right wasn't glyph guardian a constructed dragon oh no it's from rastakhan's rumble okay yeah, I saw it in Rasticon's Rumble, and I was like, "Wait, what?" Like, I did it because I this card was from because I never played it. <laughs> no, me either. <laughs> I play dungeon runs and solo adventures when I fall asleep at night. So I saw it like a few weeks ago. I I, I played them last year. <laughs> Wait, I, I, still? <laughs> yeah, it's it's easy to fall asleep to because you can rope or like kind of close your eyes and. I don't know. <laughs> I watch other people's <laughs> battlegrounds bods when I fall asleep. 
it was what like a month ago something came up and i was like oh yeah i fall asleep like listening to firebats vods or whatever and joss started making fun of me yeah. like you, listen, you fall asleep listening to firebat that's a creepy thing Fire to say Bat? yeah <laughs> i fall asleep to asthma it's fine thank you thank you yeah. okay somebody understands me it's fine i get that <laughs> it's like an in-joke in the house that uh, our youngest dog is a Firebat fan because when she was a puppy, I was starting to get into watching his his like VOD content. So, yeah, it's, there's, there's your weird in-joke of the week. Uh, here on the <laughs> Chicken. I hope everybody enjoys that. Um, so, yeah, I'm I'm. I'm same with the, with the, I'm, I'm down for whatever. I don't think they need to get all the constructed cards out. Like keep what works, get rid of what doesn't, right. you know, do whatever, do whatever floats your boat. I think, I think we were on two weeks ago. So let's say we were talking about, uh, the dragon that gives all Murlocs divine shield as a, a potential way to change up the right. Murloc game. And that, that's a yeah. good example of a constructed card I think could work in Battlegrounds. Yeah, but it would make me sad because I like complaining about how Megasaur never comes. <laughs> I never get Megasaur. I like complaining about. Well, then he could just that. complain about the dragon never showing up. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 yeah. But if we lost Megasaur, we'd all be sad because Megasaur's—it's fun when you play it. <laughs> it's not fun when you face it, obviously. And it really uh, boosts Hook Tusk. I oh think my the goodness. only time I, I, I actually like grin. Like big, like get a big smile on my face when I grab Megasaur is when I'm hate drafting it in the late game. Oh yeah, like you can have this. This is mine. It's a when beast. I discover it goes with my beast comp. <laughs> yeah, when you discover into a into a six tier and it doesn't give you something for your comp and and Megasaur's up and you're just like, all right, let's look at the roster. Oh, someone's going Murlocs. I guess you're not finding this one. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. I reduced your chances. Yep. Yep. I I won. I, I I'm fairly certain I won a game recently because of hate drafting a Megasaur. <laughs> You told me never to do that, Garrett. That's how I started okay, okay. my Battlegrounds so, career. And I was like, I'm stealing everything from everyone. <laughs> okay. And you were like, don't do that. That's terrible. Because that is, what you just described is terrible. If you're constantly hate drafting everything, you're not drafting for yourself. <laughs> but it feels so good. <laughs> you know that's Toki. That's why I'm a bad Toki player. I'm like, take the six, take the six. Like, don't play it. <laughs> uh, I never picked Toki. I got baited so hard by Azarius that turned into a mama bear and I've like had no beast stuff happening at all. And I was like, that's a mama bear. I got to play it. I'm going to, I'm going to five, five. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just, it's just a five, five. And I never found another beast. It was just like, Oh, I guess I'm dead now. Okay. <laughs> so, it happens. It happens to us all. Uh, don't, don't hate draft the entire game. Everybody. <laughs> Unless it makes you hey, I'm, if it makes you happy, yeah, I'm, no. not gonna, I'm not gonna tell you. <laughs> For to, someone who doesn't really care too much about her MMR, that is my happy way to play. So, <laughs> so don't take that from me, Garrett. Antithetical <laughs> to how you usually behave on the show. You're usually very much like everyone should have a good time. Uh, what you you're the only person I know that misses the sorry emote because you used it legitimately. I did legitimately. <laughs> I want to say sorry sometimes. I, at least like in Battlegrounds, they have the frowny. So like anytime I like if someone's emoting me and then I accidentally deal damage to them, I give them the sad. Like, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to like, yeah. Battlegrounds have an equivalent. 
<laughs> I'm never sure if people are using that sarcastically, though. <laughs> Lisa was sorry. I felt like I could take it like they were actually sorry. But now <laughs> I'm just like, oh, I think they're sarcastically frowny facing me. <laughs> oh, I know. I use that for real. Like when I feel bad, I'm like, oh, sorry. Maybe I, I need to damage. rethink how I think about frowny faces. <laughs> I use the the exhaling, the exhaling emote whenever it's really close and I win because I'm I, like it, it, I do and I do mean it legitimately. Like I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm very sorry. So, well, uh, before we move out of battlegrounds and into this week's news, we have a sponsor to thank today. It is Quip toothbrushes they are back sponsoring this episode of the angry chicken you should go to getquip.com slash tac right now because you'll get your first refill pack for free with a quip electric toothbrush uh you've heard me talk about before uh, whether i'm talking about quip or not that i am not a morning person but i but i have to be <laughs> Work the people in different time zones. I have to get my butt out of bed. I don't like doing it, but at least I don't need to worry about like my toothbrush being this disgusting husk of nasty because I don't want to leave my house to go get a new one or I don't think to go get a new one when I actually am out of my house. Quip delivers my refills right to my door. It also comes with the battery for my electric toothbrush and toothpaste. I really don't need to think about anything for my own oral hygiene. It's fantastic. Uh, on top of the fact that I am so tired in the morning, I wouldn't know what a two-minute brushing routine would be. And the, the it has a timer built in. It just buzzes every 30 seconds. You change where you're brushing. It stops vibrating when it's done. It's over. You're done brushing your teeth. And even a zombie like me can, uh, you know, keep teeth in the head. It's a nice thing. So you should go check them out. Uh, and if you do, go to getquip.com slash TAC. If you go right now, you're going to get your first refill for free. That is your first refill free at getquip.com slash TAC. That's spelled getquip.com slash TAC. Join over 3 million happy customers and practice good oral care easily and affordably with Quip starting at just $25. We thank them for their support. We thank you for going to getquip.com. Slash TAC. And now let's get into this week's Hearthstone news. Good news, everyone! Which is a little misleading because there really isn't much news this week. It is a <laughs> very, very quiet week in Hearthstone, and that's okay. When I'm on uh, the instance where they talk about every Blizzard game under the sun, the, they're always like, hey, Gary, what's going on in Hearthstone? I'm like, this, that, the other. And they're like, hey, Patrick, what's going on in Overwatch? You can literally hear crickets. So, <laughs> like, having a quiet week in Hearthstone the is shade. okay. <laughs> it is okay. Yeah, that's right. Here's a Storm gets updated way more frequently than Overwatch. What? What, Overwatch <laughs> fans? Come at me. Um, yeah, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's a little quiet, but uh, we did... While we were collecting questions, uh, since we knew you were going to be coming back on, Celeste, we did have some folks that were curious about your thoughts on some other things outside of the the battleground sphere, uh, kind of including like where your head is at in terms of you know where Hearthstone may go with their with their next update. Um, and so a a few actually it was almost a month ago exactly because I believe this is our first episode in June we did kind of a, a deep dive into that roadmap that they showed when Year of the Phoenix was originally announced you know the one with like every icon on earth yeah remember <laughs> that one yeah th uh, this thing this thing I, I, I made a visual look at me look at me um, 
And so uh, Kilmernock from our Discord wants to know, like, what your take on, like, what is the card mechanic update? We also had folks asking about the uh, the new game mode, obviously. So we, we talked about the new game mode a, a bit. It is still completely shrouded in mystery. Um, right. And I, I think it's damn near impossible to guess what new mechanics are going to be because they could be anything. I thought you were going to say it's impossible to guess what the lock is because I feel like oh. that little lock there is like, we don't even know what that could be. Like, it's probably not a new game mode because we've got a new game mode icon. But like, what could it be? Well, and I <laughs> I, I distinctly have asked folks at Blizzard, like, is it is spell lock like a hint for a like a like are you or are you just being cheeky and it's just a locked thing? And they're like, we're just being cheeky. Don't read into the <laughs> spell locked in quotes portion of it too much. Um, But yeah, it's. Like, I think it's weird that card mechanics is even an icon. You know, we were kind of making fun of this when we were going through phase one, <laughs> which is like, it feels like they kind of made more icons than they needed to because new expansions. They just wanted to fill new, phase one. <laughs> yeah. New mechanics usually mean new card mechanics, but Kilmernock took it in an interesting direction because Kilmernock said, you know, do you think they're going to retire any mechanics like Enrage? Uh, stuff like that. And I, I forgot that that had happened in the past. It's been so long since we kind of talked well, about it was that. If they retired. They, they got rid of the name Enrage, but then they're still Enrage mechanics, right? So they just took rid of, got rid yeah, of the keyword. That's, that's a good point. It doesn't <laughs> oh, really, it doesn't, right. yeah, you're right. Cause it doesn't really change the effect. Like the cards are still in the game. They still behave the way Enrage behaved. So it's really just kind of a retiring of a bold word. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> like I assume when it says card mechanics, it's just like with the new expansion will be a new. A new mechanic. thing you can do. Yeah. <laughs> there's always whenever, you know, like outcast came with the last expansion. So I just assume there's something new. Um, I didn't think that maybe there'd be something new past the new expansion, like new expansion. And then in the future or something new. I just kind of assumed it would come with the expansion. That's kind of my thoughts as well. Are there any, yeah. any like keywords or pseudo keywords that you would like them to revisit? You know, revisit. Something like, like inspire, like still really. Or joust. <laughs> joust. It right there. Inspire. I love inspire though. I know the, the big complaint these days is random and technically a lot of the inspires were random. But it was cool. And Inspire at the time wasn't that strong. No, there yeah. were only a few that really became meta cards. Yeah. And I wasn't very good at the game back then either. I just remember <laughs> I had the I had the one card that every time you inspired you got a random legendary, I think. Was that the like, Nexus Champion or something that was, like that? Yeah, Nexus Champion Sarad, yeah. <laughs> I ran him in every deck. Favorite card. <laughs> Inspire is my final answer. There were also, that. there was that like druid, was it a druid one or something? It's like you would inspire and then like get a random murloc or something. And then there was an inspire and your hero would get more attack. And there were some interesting cards there, but so yeah, it was so slow because everyone's hero powers were two, but then what about now that we have a hero power that costs one? Like, would could they never bring Inspire back? Because Demon Hunter would just be too much. <laughs> right. Hmm. 
Yeah, and then like with the odd even stuff going on, but that's in wild mm. now. So you know my thoughts. Wild on that. still, <laughs> wild still a format. <laughs> Not one they run tournaments for, but <laughs> I feel so bad for our wild. I do too. Like, I think wild's rad. I, 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 they, they gave it a little try with wild tournaments. I'm, I'm assuming it just did not pull in the the views that they were hoping for but probably it's rad man it's it, it <laughs> wild is a format too damn it <laughs> <laughs> so so listen do you have any thoughts on what you think the new game mode could be because basically the only hint that we've gotten is that we're going to be able to use our collection including our wild cards yes so i am notorious for for uh dusting all my wild cards <gasps> oh i wasn't aware of this i keep everything <laughs> yeah i'm i like to dust it all because i'm a minimalist and i like to just be able to have that dust in case i need it on a whim i have around forty-eight thousand dust right now i'm happy with that but now i don't have my wild cards and this new mode you know we've heard that rumor that you might need your old stuff that's a little scary for me because um, I don't have it. But um, I don't know. I, I, I almost wonder if it's like slightly arena oriented because we haven't seen much happen with arena these days. Um, so it's, I, it, I, I, it's weird when they because they have confirmed it's going to use our collection. But I'm, I'm with you, too, in that I would love to see more limited formats in Hearthstone. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. if I'm hoping for one, like I get like cube is the only thing I can think of that would still utilize your collection in some way. But I don't even know how you would do that, unless I'd like. Yeah. It's going to be interesting too, because Gaga's Orden is pointing out in the chat room. I hope they don't require wild cards for the new mode. So it's interesting to. It'll be interesting to see if it turns out to be. Something where like it's it's probably going to be deck building of some kind, right? If you like randomly choose from your collection or if you because I mean, if if you randomly choose from your collection, there's potentially an argument to go in and dust all of the bad cards you've accumulated over the over the time that Hearthstone's been a thing. Like there's so many interpretations of utilizing your collection and what that could mean. Um, But yeah, I don't think it'll necessarily require it but i would imagine it would be similar to constructed in that you maybe won't be able to craft or to play like the best of the best if you don't like have all of the cards basically right yeah that's my guess anyways (laughs) i still don't know what i'm gonna do with them but (laughs) how i'm gonna use my collection i'm i've got little ideas but yeah no, so this isn't, I know this is in phase two. Are we in phase two? Is that where we are? I, I think we'll phase officially. Phase two starts with the next expansion, yeah. right? Okay. Yeah, so right. we had talked, we had revisited the roadmap uh, on the uh, an episode a month ago um, because there were still things in phase one that hadn't been fulfilled. They now all have uh, with the okay, Fellfire Festival, been- the seasonal event, and the adventure were the only two like straggler icons in phase one. So phase one's done. Everything in phase one is, has been completed. So yeah, I, I mean, phase two technically, yeah, should start when the new expansion drops. Okay. We're in pre phase two. 
I see there's more things in phase three. There's even more icons. There are even yeah, more spell locked three icons. locked icons. Yeah, it makes me so angry. <laughs> I'm just like, there are three things and we're not going to tell you what they are. And it's just like, it could be anything. It's like, we're going to give you a free card one day. And that's one of these icons. And I'm going to rage <laughs> that about That better not be one of these icons. <laughs> that's one of those icons. Yeah, I'm going to freak. Um, I hope one of them A was... free card one day is not on the same level as a new game mode. I'm sorry, but if you're giving an icon to new game mode, you better be doing more than just giving me a free card. <laughs> oh, I bet you they're big things. They're planning to announce at BlizzCon and some curious. <laughs> now you've got me thinking about all kinds of wild things because they... They did say that they're going to try and plan some sort of online BlizzCon-esque experience for the beginning of the new year, but I cannot imagine that's going to affect Hearthstone's announcements because they still got to put out a third expansion this year, regardless of right. BlizzCon or no BlizzCon. Right. So, hmm. Oh, I'm sad no BlizzCon. I miss you guys. I miss seeing people. <laughs> I yeah. miss people. I miss leaving the house. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I would go for the fairly mundane local conventions in Orlando. That's, I would go for one of those at this point. <laughs> I just want to leave the house. And apparently, I think I'm just dying to wait in a line. I think that's, that's, I, I, miss, I miss queuing. Disney, you're going to get to Disney and just like, yay. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait to wait in line for Pirates of the Caribbean. Can't wait. <laughs> yeah. So, mm, all right. Well, I guess we'll we'll just keep waiting and wondering what the heck the new the new game mode is going to be. <laughs> so, well, uh, before we get into emails, where we have even more questions for you, Alyssa, we have one more sponsor to thank today, and that is Raycon earbuds. Uh, for the video audience, I should have I should have reached over here ahead of time because I got mine right here. Oh yeah, look at them. Yeah. Yours are black, mine are blue. Oh, I got yeah, I got black ones. Yeah, well, look at that autofocus. You go, Sony. Good job. Uh, <laughs> I love these things. I've been using the living heck out of them, uh, folks. If you are subscribed to our YouTube channel, you saw me do. Uh, I commentated over one of my own Battlegrounds games. Um, my game time has been really sporadic. I don't have time to actually log a, a proper stream. So when I do play games, I've been trying to hit record, and if I get a good one. I'm going to commentate over it, but that means I can't listen to things on my computer while I'm playing Hearthstone if I want to record the sounds. So I got my Raycon earbuds in the entire time I'm playing Battlegrounds games and recording them so I can get the sounds, but I can also keep up the date on the podcasts that I like to listen to, which are, are not mine. I hate listening to myself. I can't stand the sound of my own voice. <laughs> so uh, I've been getting a lot of use out of my Raycons. Um, I was, I, I, I messed around with, with, wireless solutions in the past and never found one I liked. So when, uh, when I got Raycon's earbuds, like I've just been so darn impressed with them. And Joss, as you and I have talked about in the past, we both have horrible experiences pairing with Bluetooth and these just oh, yes. work. I put them in my ears, a little nice voice goes connected and it just, it just works. It works every time. <laughs> I don't know why this is the one Bluetooth device that doesn't fail me, but they did a really good job with it. And the sound quality is amazing. I've only been on one flight this year for obvious reasons, but it was a very, uh, well, it wasn't a quiet flight, but I only heard things I wanted to hear instead of <laughs> engines and, uh, any cough that would definitely fill me with anxiety. So, Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So go check them out. Uh, they're, 
their new earbuds, the uh, the newest model, the E25, are the best ones yet with six hours of playtime. Uh, you put them right back in the case. The case itself holds a charge. Uh, the bass in these things are really impressive. Um, I'm surprised how much bass they get out of them. And you're going to get 15% off your order at buyraycon.com slash TAC. That's buyraycon.com slash TAC for 15% off your Raycon wireless earbuds. So go check them out, buyraycon.com slash TAC. We thank them for their support. And now let's wrap this show up with your emails. Hello. Hello. Um, just quickly, do you get my message? Yep. Oh. Hello, brother. <laughs> you can send your emails to tacpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, or if you're a patron, you can just drop us a message in the Discord. Skip the inbox entirely. And uh, Torby Flenderson wrote in and says, hey, everyone, first of all, Big thanks to the three of you, especially Slissa, for the advice. Your comments definitely helped me get perspective on where I was in Battlegrounds and get back in a positive headspace. I tried a couple of the things you suggested, and thanks to some help from Edwin, Patches, and Hook Tusk, within a week I was able to climb back up about 1,500 to break 6K for the first time. Between that and hitting Platinum Standard for the first time, I'm feeling pretty good. Speaking of Hook Tusk, though, she feels super OP, especially in the early game. Continuing with your conversation about her from last week, uh, do you anticipate a balance change to her hero power or is it too soon? If they did change it, would a better change be making it one cost or making it unusable against tier one minions since there is no tier zero? Uh, or do you have some other idea f- uh, or even just leaving her out for a bit? Or sorry, for evening her out a bit. I've read that wrong. Um <laughs> No, see, Garrett, you just had a little Freudian slip there. You want to leave her out. You want her gone. <laughs> I, I don't think she's too bad. Yeah, she can keep Tyrion company. Don't forget about Bran. I miss Bran. I feel like Bran was the last oh, time Bran. Mike was excited about battle cries. The hero, obviously, not the card. There, yes, it was a time mm-hmm. you could play. If, if you like, because it, it was a hot second. If you missed it, Battlegrounds players, there, there was a brand hero. Um, but uh, yeah, I I've been thinking about this a lot because um, everyone is talking about Hook Tusk. I feel like Hook Tusk is really the hot topic in regards to Battlegrounds. Thankfully, everyone stopped talking about canon. We had a short talk the last time you were on Solista <laughs> about how everyone needs to just stop talking about canon. It's not that good. Um, yes. <laughs> and now everyone has been worked. Yes, it did. Apparently <laughs> we did it. You're welcome. Battlegrounds conversationalists. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, but hook Tusk is definitely the hot topic. And I, I just want to remind everyone that, uh, you know, if you're the type that looks at statistics to, to, to gain your thoughts and opinions about what is broken, what is not broken. Um, Eudora is right there neck and neck with hook Tusk for average placement on HS replay. They are like, handily above the next tier of heroes in their average placement, which starts with, I believe Daryl, uh, the last time I checked today. So like, and there's a decent gap between them because both hook tusk and Eudora are in the threes, like the low threes. I think uh, I checked this morning and uh, hook tusk was 3.7 and Eudora was 3.8. Um, and then everyone else starts in the fours and moves down from there with pretty close divides between them. So, but, but, but where do you, where, where's your head at on hook tusks, Lissa? Too strong. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> okay, easy. Nerfed. Next question. Done. Let's go. <laughs> it's like days where I'm offered Eudora and Hooktusk. Oh man, I gained so much MMR. And days where I'm never offered them. Then I hope I'm offered Sir Finley so I can try and get them again because they're just so good. <laughs> but I, I would agree where you have to put um, Eudora in the same field. I think the issue with Eudora is, at least what I'm seeing, is people aren't understanding how to curve Eudora properly, like when to start hero powering, um, which my opinion is you hero power turn one with Eudora no matter what. Um, and I always get top two with her. Um, both both broken, in my opinion. I made a tier list recently. They were S tier. Everyone else was do not pick. <laughs> I think I put you could pick Daryl or Maev, but no, they're, they're, they're way above the, everyone else. And so the question is like, how do you nerf this? It's, it's hard to say. I think the problem with, okay, I kind of like the thought of like, you can't hear a power in one drop. Because that's the issue is the tokens. Um, the tokens is the biggest issue because you're able to get all these extra battle cries. You're able to get all these extra minions. And then you can just power level because you have all this economy, all these this gold and power level to your triples and just build a late game really fast. Um, so I think maybe not being able to target one drops would be good. The hard thing with that is you have to think of how do they write that out in the hero power. You can't make a hero power verbiage too confusing. So we'd have to say like can't target one drops. I think that's the best option for her. Make her more fair. And I get the one cost as well, but I think I like can't target one one drops. I think it would make her still really powerful, but not OP like she is right now. Yeah, I, I usually like I've, I've just been worn down more and more on, uh, I guess, overly complex writing in Hearthstone. Like when it first started, right. I was playing Magic and I was like, just put a book on the card, explain exactly how it works. But <laughs> that's yeah. why I don't play Magic. We, I hate words. Words hard. <laughs> I don't like them. Words are the worst. <laughs> yeah, and I, I do not play Magic because they're. I don't like reading. If I, I only want to read Twitch chat and Twitter and anything else, I don't want to read. So I, I totally agree. Don't want to read that either. So no, <laughs> too many words. I'll stick to comics oh. and Star Wars books. <laughs> <laughs> oh jeez, yeah, I um, I. Th- both of them, I think, need to need to be worked on a bit. Um, I'm the Maya's rise is is puzzling me, but I also haven't had her really offered to me, and I feel like if when I do, I'm going to absolutely drop the ball with Maya because I have oh. no idea how she works. I think you recently yeah, did a video, like, didn't you? Yeah, I just made a YouTube about how she works. I the the best way I could explain it right now is that she's targeted Rafam. Like reform here powers every turn, right? Because every time you hear a power, you get a minion. We'll do the same thing. Every time you hear a power, you get a minion. Um, now you have to wait a turn, but that means that you can plan things out ahead. So you can start hero powering pairs. And sometimes I'll be offered a triple, but I'll just start hero powering them so that in the two turns that I want to get to the triple, I can spend those two turns leveling so I can get to the five or the six drop or something like that. So you're just using your economy on a whole, on a whole different curve, on, and it's more um, considered Rafam's curve. 
how I'd explain it. Gotcha. Man, your battlegrounds brain is like galaxy brain compared to mine. Like, <laughs> I just, I would never think to like not just grab my triple because it's gold and shiny and pretty, and of course I want it. Like, <laughs> right? Yeah, the game that I, level, that I put on the YouTube was like very interesting because I was being offered. I had like one minion, and I was, and I here powered the double, and then offered the triple, and I just like. Just kept hero powering it because I knew, okay, I'll get this in two turns. And by then I could level to what I want because you don't always just need the triple right away. You want something better because people who undervalue leveling and getting to higher tier minions usually struggle. So that, that, that's like, you know, really thinking out those plays and not playing on autopilot. So my Ev is a hero that if you play on autopilot, she might be harder to play. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I very much like I love the strategies that let me, you know, get to five and six as quick as possible. Like Alex Straza is probably my favorite hero in right. Battlegrounds. She's so <gasps> fun. Did you, oh, <laughs> I learned something new with her. You might like this. If you grab the three, three that gives you three gold when you sell it, mm -hmm. grab two of those. And then when you level to four, then you sell the two and you can level the five what yeah <laughs> oh my god <laughs> okay i gotta go i gotta go spam <laughs> battlegrounds you need like to. Alexstrasza. <laughs> but if you see two grab them because you can just level from three to five the scratching oh, sound you hear are so both good. hosts of the angry chicken taking notes right now yeah exactly <laughs> especially me i have a crap win rate with Alexstrasza. And, I and, usually get first or second with her. I love her, but I feel like it's like her payoff is so big for playing that style of a game, which is why I gel with her so well. But then like anytime I try any other hero and try to do that same thing, it's just like, nah, I lose way too much health and then, you know, just die. <laughs> I don't understand the style with Alex Draza when every single time I finally get the hero power to pop, I get tier one dragons. <laughs> Well, that's just old school Garrett luck. That's, you know. <laughs> I never get good luck with Alex. But I go up against the Alex Drazik. Always has Caligos every time. Yep. How <laughs> about, me. yeah, you got to collect pairs on the way. It's just about collecting pairs of dragons, right? Because then you're offered the one drop, but you had a pair of them. So it triples into the Caligos. Yeah, so there, Garrett. <laughs> Stop complaining about your luck and just get good. Pairs. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, so my, yeah. my strategy is play around being offered poor minions for the entire yes. payoff of the hero power. Okay. Yes. Yes. Cool. Yes. I don't <laughs> like Alex Raza any better after that description, but I, I will give it a shot. <laughs> so, um, Joss, who's our uh, second and final question come from today or well, looks like set of questions. It's, yeah. It's kind of a series of questions. So I'm going to do them one at a time, but these came in from uh, King Duplis who says, I have a couple of short questions. Uh, do you think battlegrounds should get cosmetics you can buy with either gold or real money? I know I'd love to see Bob in various fancy portraits myself because he wants pirate Bob, please. <laughs> oh, pirate Bob. I would pay for I'm that down, too. I am down for fancy Bob. <laughs> Oh, fancy Bob. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Does, I want Rob. Rob is his mean brother. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I oh, just negative attitude. Like, are you sure about that? Like, is, <laughs> is Ralph Rob's pet? <laughs> yes. Okay. 
Just making that sure. I love this list of battlegrounds world. It's, it's, There's so much lore start, here. You should start a wiki. Start a wiki. So Ralph. Yeah, is, I need to definitely write my own like book about it because people get so confused when they first like tune in. They're like, "What? Who's Ralph?" <laughs> we had some questions in the Discord after your last episode. They're like, "I have never heard it called a Ralph comp. Does that stand for something?" Like, was, like no, no. It's one no, of those like it's one of those classic comments too that you get that you know. Oh, they're sending this as they're listening because like a minute later, yeah. the the same commenter was like, "Oh, wait, she just explained it." <laughs> and I apologize because I just I I'm so bad at names, so I just name everything myself and. It's not the best strategy, especially as a streamer. But I guess you know when it when you create your own storylines. Like uh, I call Soul Juggler Sapper Dapper Ding Dong. Um, <laughs> Obviously, I mean who wouldn't understand that? Right? It's, it's like it makes sense. Sapper Dapper Ding Dong. Where's my Ding Dong? It's <laughs> good. Then you get in trouble. Oh, that's great. Oh, you shouldn't. That's oh my hilarious. God. <laughs> True villain man wanting to know if we're still doing phrasing. Uh, and, and yes, always, the answer always. is always yes, Manny. Yes, yes, we are. Um, by the way, anyone listening, because of the music I've worked into our Battlegrounds bumper, I want Ska Bob. Can we get Bob in like a pork pie Ooh. hat with like some Ray Bans and a white and black checkered shirt? Can we do that? Maybe playing a saxophone? I like it. What do we what do we think about cosmetics based on like wins like we have over in constructed with golden portraits? Like what if yeah. once I had, you know, 50 or 100 or however many battlegrounds wins with Alex Straza and it could be, you know, whether fourth or first or however they wanted to do it, like are we down for golden heroes? 100%. Totally. I, I, um, I like that. It'd be I feel like it'd be really difficult with heroes or the number would need to be low ish. Well, and that's kind of what I was thinking. Like, I don't think you could kind of do the 500 wins thing because that would take forever. Yeah. And also the fact that they <laughs> rotate you can't really target heroes, right? Cause they rotate heroes out as well. And mm -hmm. like, I'd be bummed. Like if I had gotten like golden brand, like I got golden brand and they're like, he's gone. He's coming <laughs> back. Right. And here I am like three months later and there's still no brand. Like that would be a little, little feel bad. Yeah. But I, I, I always like the cosmetic stuff. So I like the thought of gold heroes and I like the thought of being able to spend gold or money on like changing up your board or something like that. Or like, cause there's no card backs in battlegrounds. So right. I would like that. I think it would make it interesting. No, I don't think I like the can, idea like, of stuff you can kind of show off to other people, too, because if you yeah. think of like skins in any other game that, you know, have these kind of like little micro cosmetic transactions, they're all around, you know, when you get in a game with somebody else, you can, you know, show yourself off. And uh, if you're just changing boards and bobs, then you're not necessarily showing that off to other people, which is why my head goes to like golden heroes for wins. But you right. could do so much more than that, you know, even if, if you just paid for like hats or deal with it glasses or something to go over top. I, like that. <laughs> I don't I don't think you can change the, the look of the hero too much because there's already so many heroes to yeah think about. there's like what there's over 40 right now or something mm -hmm. and so if you think from a casual perspective when they um that it's way too hard to remember all those heroes from a casual perspective and then know what the different ones look like in standard it's different because there's only 10 heroes so you can have different looks to them. 
But I agree. You could only... do something like a hat or something. Yeah, what if it only applied like not in the like leaderboard down the left hand side, but what if it was like only when you went into the match against or like into the um, like combat phase against the person? It's like yeah. you still would have your recognizable eight down the side. But, you know, then once you got into somebody's custom combat phase, then you'd be like, oh, whoa, you know, look at the cool board or look at the cool, you know, like hat or whatever that they put on their hero, yeah, you know, so that you sense. still have yeah. the competitive advantage of knowing or recognizing the hero portraits. But, you know, still the fun when you get to the phase where you can't really impact things anyways. <laughs> right. I agree. Yeah, I could see that. I, I, it reminds me that of just like how often I forget to check what Sir Finley is. Do you see right? the hero <laughs> on the side? I always forget that. And like, you don't oh, want to necessarily definitely? change his hero portrait because he still is Sir Finley. But I wish there was some way to just be like, oh, right. He's different every time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> my, my shame just from this week is I actually forgot to pay attention to going against Rafam on turn three. Uh, in a game and I haven't done that in so long and I'm so <laughs> mad at myself because I gave oh I gave that bastard a minion of his off. I was so mad at myself. <laughs> <sighs> Man Garrett. <laughs> we should start a new segment on the show by the way called My Hearthstone Shame where we just say that our biggest misplay that we remember from the past week. Oh I love it. I love it. Constructed <laughs> arena wild battlegrounds. It is format agnostic. Just wherever you messed up this week, bring a story to the yep. attack. <laughs> oh, so many names. Seriously. Go go make a bumper. Look seriously. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the second question from King Duplis is, uh, do you think that MMR and Battlegrounds should be reset or rolled back each expansion cycle or season? Yeah. Any thoughts on on MMR in general? Because, I mean, like there's been so much conversation around ladder and constructed, I think, um, it, in terms of the hidden MMR. And I always point to Battlegrounds as something that I love because I can see it. Um, right. But I don't I don't know if it should be necessarily reset or not. Are we at the point of ridiculous numbers? <laughs> I like uh, the thought of seasonal reset. Um just to have like a, a goal. But I, I, I don't like monthly because I think with Battlegrounds, there's just so much progress you can make, but it's a lot harder to make that progress in a month span. So I like the th the. I don't even like the monthly reset in standard and wild. Like I wish that was a seasonal thing too, to be honest. Yeah. It <laughs> feels like, like something more you can like work on to accomplish instead of just like, you know, grind as high as you possibly can. And then whoop back to zero. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I, 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 I like, I, I like, I like the thought of seasonal. I like the thought of not going all the way back to 4,000. Um, so I kind of like like a maybe mini drop for everyone. So like everyone loses one or two thousand, like anyone like six thousand gets dropped to four, or eight gets dropped to six, something like that. But anyone above eleven gets I don't I don't know. I th I think there's some sort of way you could do it where it's just kind of. What about maybe like um, percentage wise? I don't know what the best percentage would be, but it seems like, you know, punishing somebody at 4,000 by losing 2,000 at a reset. Oh, like that's huge. Right. That's half I your would points, never drop right? anyone like, yeah. below 4,000. I would say like if you're, you can't get dropped below four and if you're below four, 
but then if you move people below four up, then they might struggle a bit more, which would be upsetting. So it's so confusing. But I guess like for me, I like having a goal. And right now it's, it feels stale, but it's hard for me to say that because I um, I play it so often and I know I need to put my head in like the casual game space. Like for the casual player, what do they think? Are they feeling like in stuck in a plateau? Because if there's a mass amount of people stuck in a plateau, that's where it's really important, I think, to have resets. But if there's people who are like just keep a good amount of people like to see that progressive climb, then it's different. So I think it would help with that plateau feeling for people, though. Do you feel like you've plateaued a little bit in in MMR? Because I feel like there's kind of there's some people like you mentioned RDU off the top of the show. And I think there was a couple of others that kind of like hit that 14K magic number. But I've seen like a lot of people, a lot of streamers are kind of in the 10 to 11K range. Like those 14Ks seem like outliers. Does that seem like an achievable goal for you or are you just kind of like no i i live at 11 and that's cool <laughs> it's so hard because once you get to high mmr you you uh it's harder to gain because mm-hmm. you're more likely facing people below you so you're gaining less and when you lose you're losing more so it's one of those things that like if you get eighth i could lose 120 but if i get first i can gain 80 and you're just like oh this feels really bad and mm-hmm. so you just feel very stuck And I'm also the type of person who does not try hard at all times. In fact, there's many (laughs) times I'm like, let's go Pogo Hook Tusk and try to jam that, Um, which can be detrimental. I know those feels. (laughs) I definitely dropped like 1K since Pirates just because I'm finding stupid fun things and, you know, like having another glass of wine and going, I can make this work. That's going be great. Spoiler alert, I could not make it work. Right. And the wine no, works, and though, and that's the important yeah, part. Yeah, the wine worked, exactly. And then there's no casual mode, right? You, you, it mm-hmm. all, you, MMR is always affected, no matter what. There's no mode you could play. So then you have to make Smurf accounts. So I'm in, I, for me, I'm just in this weird phase where I made a Smurf account. Well, now my Smurf account's higher than my normal account. So now that's my <laughs> normal account. And now I'm playing on my Smurf off stream or my old new, but now that's becoming <laughs> higher again. And then I, it's, it's also confusing. I, I kind of just feel I would like to get to the, that outlier number, but I also feel like it, it, I've, I'm having challenges because of my, my want to meme. I want to make a <laughs> crazy comp on stream. Like, Oh, I'm going to make this crazy YouTube video out of this. If I'm successful. And <laughs> And then it doesn't go well and I lose all my ranks that day. Um, so I don't know. I also started Battlegrounds way later than most streamers. So I feel slightly behind. But I feel like maybe at this point I should have caught up by now. <laughs> maybe that's like a bad excuse. I mean, the, the, the way the MR works, it, it makes a lot of sense. It is, is mathematically difficult to climb. Uh, yeah. Because of the disparity in, in what you're gaining versus what you're losing. Um, I think it'd be really good content if everyone got set back. Then this is from the content creator side. If everyone got set, then we could have like a rat race. Who's going to get to this number first again? So the, the gamification of of ladder systems, be it you know the the new constructed one, the old constructed ladder system, the the current battleground system, it, it is so fascinating because. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It, it cannot be an easy thing. I bet this is like endlessly debated 
on the right. Blizzard team, right? It's like, well, what do what are they really trying to accomplish? Because they do they want it to be a fun experience for as many players as possible, right? Like that's probably the most basic level of an, ag- an agreeable statement we can come up with to to what the team wants to to do, right? Like, but there's right. so it's like- many different ways to so many different directions they could go. And like, do you, do you reward grinding? Do you reward consistency? And how do you kind of measure that so that people understand what they're rewarding? Cause I know rewarding grinding, a lot of people do not like, cause people don't have time to grind, but they might be one of the best players and you can't show that unless you're like in a tournament setting or something. So oh, yeah, I mean, that's it would where be- you, where you that, that's where you get your like hashtag streamer privilege from, right? Like, like there, there is a pushback against streaming culture by like non-streaming game gamers, and I can understand that to a to a certain degree. Hell, I have that feeling sometimes because I like playing all the Blizzard games. That's why I've got a show about damn near every Blizzard game. Like, I like <laughs> playing different games, but the grind is real sometimes. Yeah, if you want to like look, you know, you can't just be in the top if you can't put in the same amount of hours. So yeah. I, yeah. I, I don't like that the rewarding grinding, I guess. That's, 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 that's my life. Why are you only this rank in Heroes of the Storm? Why are you only this MMR in, in Hearthstone? I'm like, well, what's your rank in all of these games? But <laughs> <laughs> the Catholic, I, I do them all. <laughs> <laughs> it could be, it could be really interesting, I think, because they've already experimented on the constructed side with multipliers what if you like if you come first in your previous lobby, whatever your MMR is in the next lobby, like whatever points you gain is like either maybe not multiplied, because then if you like lose points, you wouldn't want multiplied like lost points. But, you know, right. like somehow if your previous result, like your previous lobby influenced the amount of points that you might get in your next one. So if you come first, like you get a big bonus for, for, you know, doing well twice in a row or something, or maybe if you come first, then, you know, you come eighth in the next one, that loss isn't as potent maybe. But so for that, I'd be worried that like it would reward you for getting lucky and getting a hook tusk or something like that. (laughs) Because there is some like, discrepancy on hero power right now like the, the you know let's uh, pretend that eudora and hook tusk get rotated out <laughs> then would it be okay to do a battleground multiplier of some kind Maybe. for winning your previous lobby <laughs> I could, yeah, I could see maybe something like that. Because, like, right now, there is... So, from my understanding, with the MMR, there's a bunch of different calculations they use, and I think they do use things like that. They use stuff like, okay you're beating out people we think you should be losing to. So we're going to give you a little boom, uh, bump in points. So you sometimes see more points because of that. So that might already be in the algorithm. It's hard to say because the algorithm I think is bigger than we realize. Yeah. It's kind of hard to, to speculate on what they should do when we're not hundred percent sure what they're doing right now. <laughs> I, I, yeah. I, to, to me, it just comes down to like the reset question here for, that, that mm. Duplis is asking, like that's that, I've an answer for you. Please, for the love of God, not every month. Like that's that's yeah. my answer. Like that's I really too often. don't want that. Um, like every three or four months. Yeah, yeah. I'd like, also like to see something like the the levels, kind of like standard has the plus. Oh, so like gold. a bronze, silver, gold thing. Yeah, because I know they have that in other auto battlers. 
because I know I played Underlords and and you played Odd Chess and TFT. Yeah. Like I think they all had that. So. Yeah, Odd Chess was like the different chess pieces was your rank. Right. So I just think like saying a, like a, a number like I'm eleven thousand seven hundred like doesn't sound cool. I, I love know. the numbers I though. Like it. I'm, I, it, I you like, like numbers. Wow. I like it in specifically. I'm a math in, teacher. I think that sounds kind of nerdy. Um, <laughs> I, I, I want to say I'm I'm platinum. I don't know. <laughs> I like that it's this kind of just big chunk of numbers that I just chip away at. Like I like a, that it's this thing, and and I don't know. There's so much. There's so many numbers in your MMR number compared to like I'm plat one or diamond three. And it's just like, what if I wish, cause we don't have rank floors and in, in battlegrounds mm. like they. And so if you had those like groupings, like plat and diamond and stuff and then saying you can't fall below your floor. I would like to see that. Yeah. That'd <laughs> be nice. I think I'm losing 2,500. Let me meme and and don't don't take away uh, my my bonus stars. Like can happen in in ladder. Yes. Well, and that kind of would solve the no casual mode, right? Because then it's right. like every time you hit a MMR floor, whether it's a number or, or a color, you know, when you hit that floor, then you can be like, oh, okay, I could just mess around now. It's cool. Yeah. And then when I want to climb, I can climb. But otherwise, you know, I've reached this stopping spot where I can just have fun. Yeah, and you can pick maybe different heroes that you wouldn't normally pick. Yeah. Pick you could practice. Toggle. That's yeah, the other thing. Does. Oh, man, because that's what I find when, like, new heroes come out or if I, you know, I just kind of, like, default to the ones I know best. Like, I played right. so many, like, AFK and Daryl games and then Alex Straza games because I'm like, I feel comfortable with these ones and I don't want to mess up my MMR. Like, I feel like I can win, like, top four with these heroes. So then I don't play the new hotness or if i do i get super punished and you know i just come eighth and that feels bad <laughs> yes i get that or they just get more money from me for a tavern pass on the eu server <laughs> <laughs> which will now become your main account because you climb more with that one <laughs> i was i was free to play it on eu and then they lowered the price of the tavern pass and i was like cool i guess i have two accounts with four options for heroes <laughs> <laughs> don't know why nine dollar nine dollars made a difference to me or ten dollars but it did but it did <laughs> <laughs> it did i have two different passes now so well uh Dupless, torby everybody who sent in a question today across the whole episode we kind of peppered them throughout thank you so much for doing so if you want to be a part of the show tac podcast at gmail.com is where you can do so and again if you're a patron just drop us a message in the Discord. That's going to bring us to the end of this episode. Speaking of those patrons, if you want to become one, head on over to patreon.com slash TAC. And uh, big thanks to our producers, Declan H. and Cheesy Bob. Thank you very much for the support, you two. The whole back catalog of episodes is over at amove.tv, so if you want to go all the way back to an old episode and listen to us talk about something that is somewhat relevant, I guess, if you're interested in cards that are probably wild legal only, <laughs> Um, go for it. And, or maybe you're brushing up on your old cards for that mysterious new game mode. Who knows? Who knows? Go go check it out. Amove.tv. Um, before we go, Slissa, you're our guest this week. Where can everyone find you and your awesome Hearthstone content? You can find me on twitch.tv slash Slissa. That's spelled S-L-Y-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S
A. Uh, I stream every day at 10.30 a.m. Eastern. I also am building up a YouTube. I post to YouTube every day at uh, youtube.com slash HS. Remember, there are three S's consecutively in Slissa, four total. Um, <laughs> and I also have a Twitter and an Instagram that you can find me at. Go check it out. I'm going to have to watch that Maya video because I need help. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Joss, what about you? I find me on Twitter and Twitch. I'm at Joss Plays. That's J-O-C-E Plays. That's it. Sweet. Garrett Art on Twitter, amove.tv for every podcast I produce. This one included. Go check it out. I'll be talking uh, May and Heroes of the Storm on Into the Nexus tomorrow. So go give that a listen. It's going to wrap it up for this episode of The Angry Chicken. Until next time, job's done. Job's done. Job's done. This podcast is part of the Frog Pants Studios Network. For more information about this and other shows, visit frogpants.com. Audio program so good, it's like you're there. Just forgot this time. I did. It's because I got pinged in chat room. Chat room, you screwed me up. (laughs) Yes, Lisa was on it.